0: every now and then I'll come in on a day and just feel like I've got that mojo working, you know? And uh, I, I like to call it barrel jazz, where it's like, hey, I'm gonna go into our ingredient cabinet and just start grabbing stuff and find a barrel and just skip, skip, skip bleep, 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 and add this and that. And, you know, put together a small one barrel blend that's wasn't on the agenda, wasn't on the radar, wasn't on the, the plan, but it was just like, hey, this is just feeling right today. Let's Let's give it a try.
1: I'm Jeremy Storton. I'm a certified Cicerone and the Beerlandia columnist for 1859 Oregon's Magazine. I believe there's a story behind every brewery, every brewer, and every Oregon beer that finds its way into your glass. I'm on a mission to find those stories and bring them to you. This is Beerlandia, a podcast about Oregon and the great beer you'll find here. Not so long ago, blended beverages like whiskey or wine held the allure of factory seconds, while single malts and single varietals were reserved for the pure of palate. Somewhere along the line, something shifted, and we started to realize that blending is really a work of art unto itself. It's an opportunity for the master distiller or winemaker to express his or her own vision of flavor in the bottle. However, beer is different. With the exception of the occasional smash beer, single malt and single hop, beers are a blend of malt and hops already, yet it proudly serves the role of every person's drink for any occasion. That is, until we enter the world of very special beers meant to facilitate a more meaningful experience.
0: My name is Kevin Martin, uh, the director of operations here at Cascade Brewing.
1: That was Kevin, a master blender at Cascade Brewing in Portland.
0: So, this is our barrel cellar. Um, We've got what we're looking at here is a block of about 1,100, maybe 1,200 oak barrels, different, uh, primarily Pinot Noir and Chardonnay from Oregon. But I really came from a wine background, which then brought me into the sour beer blending process. So, uh, I always like to tell people that I'm um, a non brewer posing as a brewer in the brewing industry.
1: He may not have come through the traditional path of a brewer, but his unique experience may be one of the secret ingredients that makes Cascade Sours so
0: good. I worked with this French winemaker. We worked in a cellar in Australia together, and I asked him what terroir meant and he said it's the land it's the sky and it's the hand and i thought that the hand was a really interesting one and he said that the hand is is the the people behind because every winemaker is going to have a different technique and and that's the same thing here i mean our approach to blends and to incorporating ingredients i think is is different from what other places are going to do it's one of those parts of the process that again you know
1: He describes blending like art where there are no right or wrong decisions, but a series of choices.
0: Such is the life of an artist. Exactly. There's no clear right answer. It's strictly an expression of the the people behind the blending process who are going to make decisions that they think make the best product.
1: Blending requires more than pure creative genius. There's a fair amount of science and common sense that helps simplify the process.
0: Sort of like making a good batch of lemonade. If you choose too many lemons, you can always add a little more sugar, a little more water or whatever it is to get that balance.
1: He approaches blending beer with a focus on character, flavor and constant improvement.
0: We don't make consistent beer, we make good beer consistently. And you know, every bottle we put out has a different uh, has its own vintage year so that we say, "Hey, if you see this project once and then you see it again, we may have made a lot of different decisions between the first batch and the second batch." And we put a vintage year on there so you can look at it and say, "Oh, right, I I tried this one, but I haven't tried this one." The goal
1: isn't to pump out the
0: same stuff
1: batch after batch. The goal is to create something different something special.
0: So, the majority of the beers in these stacks are just a mixed mixed bag of uh, maybe 10 different base beers, blondes, reds, rye, wheats, porters. A lot of them just are plain Jane base beers that are waiting kind of for their their direction in terms of what they're going to become. We we rarely make the same beer again and again and again and again. A few of our, you know, core sort of flagship beers are Apricot or our Creek we make those nearly every year. But again, they're they're different and we, we adapt them and we change them to try to be better beers each time.
1: In order to better understand Cascade Brewing, we have to go back to Portland in the 1980s. Home brewing had recently become legal and beer was dominated by three giant national brands. Then along came a young man named Art Lawrence who opened a microbrewery
0: named Portland Brewing. You know, Art really in, in the 80s, I think, you know, he was in that sort of first uh, uh, original uh, guard of, of brewers, the, the Widmers and the, the Ponzi's with, with Bridgeport and uh, Art with Portland Brewing, um, were some of the, the first you know, three big brewers.
1: At this time, having a restaurant at a brewery was still illegal, a holdover from Prohibition 50 years earlier a small group of beer pioneers banded together to change this law and set the stage for the upcoming craft beer revolution.
0: This law um, was such a huge step that basically opened the floodgates for craft brewing in Oregon. And I, I think Art really was on the tip of the spear of that group to do so. In
1: 1988, Art began the Oregon Brewers Festival, which is now one of the largest and longest running beer festivals in the country
0: and was involved with the inception of the Oregon Brewers uh, Festival, which still goes on to this day at the on the waterfront.
1: By the time Art opened Cascade Brewing, he was already a force in the Northwest beer world, and his influence continued to expand.
0: This legislation and the festival, and then starting uh, Cascade in 98, um, has put him at such, such the center of a large network of, of brewers and breweries and uh, that just go all throughout you know the Northwest but success is never guaranteed
1: sometimes it takes an honest conversation with a good friend to help us move forward
0: if you talk to art he will uh, cite a conversation he had with uh, Don younger who you know started the horse brass and this very you know iconic figure in in Oregon beer and he asked art why should I care about who you are and, and what you do and the beer you make
1: This conversation forced Art to think hard about what he really wanted to do. He began to ask himself some really hard questions.
0: What can we do? How can we pull different pieces together to do something creative and and new? And what they came up with was we have access to barrels. From the wine industry, uh, we have access to some of the, the best uh, you know, fruits in the country coming out of Oregon and Washington. So they wanted to make a beer that really relied on those two elements.
1: Despite going in the opposite direction of the new IPA-loving beer culture, his small endeavor began to build momentum.
0: I think at first it just started with a side project, you know, one tap of sour beer and then it started to get more buzz, and then that grew to two, that grew to three, and then it was like, well, we don't have enough room in this brewery for all the barrels we're starting to fill. Next thing they knew, the Northwest Sour had become a thing. By 2010, our barrel room was filled to the, the max. I mean, we could barely, you know, you, you know, you'd have to kind of pull in your your gut a little bit to order, you know, to squeeze between barrels to get a sample. And so we just were are busting at the seams, and so you know, we we moved over here.
1: But when you're paving your own way in uncharted territory, questions tend to linger. Questions such as, how long will this last? Are Northwest Sours a fad or a new style that's here to stay? And where do we go next?
0: What direction is this sort of niche style beer going to go? Is it is it going to su- continue with success? Is it going to sort of fade a little bit. You know The ebbs and flows um, really kind of always keep you on your toes.
1: Ultimately, the answers to these concerns seem to lie within the beer themselves. Each beer is unique and offers a unique experience to those who enjoy them. They served a niche and something more meaningful.
0: Our beers want to tell a story of a region uh, and of a time uh, and a place. It's
1: now clear that Northwest Sours are here to stay. Art, Kevin, and the rest of the Cascade Brewing crew focus on sharing the experience of the region as well as a choice for
0: the rest of us. It's not just a change in, in hop or a change in malt, um, but it's a change in the complete uh, sensory um experience. And that then that comes with uh, different kinds of food pairings and and, um, different, even the glassware that you use and the bottle formats and all those things change. And so sours really are a nice counterbalance to IPAs.
1: Cascade Brewing is often credited with developing the Northwest Sour, but it begs the question, what exactly
0: is a Northwest Sour? The Northwest Sour Ale is just different from that, and it's very clean, sour. Um, And then I would say, for the most part, our beers are going to have a Northwest ingredient like marion berries, peaches, apricots, grapes, cherries. That dynamic of having, you know, vintage to vintage variation um, from your fruit is a huge part of the Northwest Sour Ale.
1: The Northwest Sour is defined by our region, the water, the ingredients, the environment, and the people that live here.
0: We don't really have to go very far outside of our own, you know, maybe 50 mile radius in order to make these beers. And I think that they're not replicable anywhere else. Thanks to early
1: brewers like Art, craft beer in all its forms has become a part of our cultural landscape. In a sense, it has come to define us.
0: Craft beer, I think, has really has taken hold and has such a uh, strong, has become such a strong part of the American uh, cultural fabric because it's, it's interesting, it's engaging, it is an experience, it brings people together, um, it tastes really good, <laughs> you know.
1: It's the diversity of styles and innovative flavors that compel us to search for better drinking experiences. As long as we Oregonians continue to seek better beer, Cascade Brewing will continue to brew it.
0: You know, I, I hope I do hope that it never really stops. I mean, I, I think it would become a really um, less compelling industry to be a part of, or, or sour beer would become less interesting overall. If people kind of just settled in and said, "Okay, well, you know, sour red is is where we are and where we want to stay, and that's what we do." I think that that um, there's so much more more to it than that.
1: Beers from Cascade Brewing are more than your average midweek brew. They embody the philosophy of the first craft brewers. They speak to a sense of curiosity and adventure.
0: Keeping that sense of adventure, I think is really, and and just a free spiritedness or an open mind with beer, I think is just so important.
1: But Kevin has some advice for those who have yet to enjoy their first Northwest Sour.
0: Take it seriously, but, but not too seriously. And come to Sour Beer with an open mind.
1: Kevin and his team acknowledge that they have a responsibility to their consumers,
0: and they accept it. When somebody opens up a bottle of Cascade, they should have the expectation of an experience. They understand that each bottle is a key ingredient in your special occasion. I tried to always maintain a lens of like, that bottle is somebody's birthday present, and that bottle is somebody's wedding night, and that bottle is somebody's New Year's.
1: And they know each beer has to be special and on top of its game.
0: We know that you're putting your your dollar that you worked hard to earn and you're, you're putting it into this bottle and we wanna make sure that what you get out of it is is worth every penny.
1: Because at the end of the day, the most important thing is the time we spend with each other and the memories we make
0: together. I hope that when people open up our beer that they're they're with friends and they've got like a nice little cheese platter in front of them and they're talking about it and they're letting it, they're swirling it, they're warm, letting it warm up in the glass and kind of change its profile. And um, that ultimately, it gives them something memorable to, to walk away with.
1: Thank you to Kevin Martin, Art Lawrence, and everyone at Cascade Brewing. Beerlandia is a statehood media production. We'll see you soon on our next adventure in Beerlandia. But until then, cheers.